It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. You know, the playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. You filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today. And bet with Fandle, America's number one sports book. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 or older, 18 or older in D.C., and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of D3, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Got a lot to get through today, even though football's over. The, the stories keep coming and coming. We're going to set up our cap of consequences. I lost to Harry. We were both 2-11 and 11 in the playoffs, but the tiebreaker was the over-under, and I'm not even sure he won that, but whatever. He wins. I have to pick something unpleasant out of the hat, and that'll pay off on Thursday. We're going to do that. We have an NBA pick for Thursday. We have uh, Caitlin Clark versus Michigan, Brother Bry. She nice. saved it all for the home. Oh, I, I didn't even see a line on the game, but FanDuel does have odds already for what method of basket will it be that breaks the record. Very exciting, right? Very exciting. I, I would guess, Sal, that line is going to be minus uh, 900. Seven. Minus oh, 900. 900. Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, just for the, for the game. Okay. Money. Caitlin Clark. Clark uh, probably could have broken the record the other day, but save it for the home yeah. crowd. We have Sharp Tank. We have emails, uh, lots to go through. Uh, Harry, a lot of people wrote in about your stubbornness with this Chiefs team. You don't seem to care, but you said it's over and you're embracing uh, it. But then, like, well, kind of went back on it and made excuses. You did your typical Harry thing, right? Listen, I'm going to go back and forth on it. You know, I'm going to okay, go back, 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 I went back and forth on it yesterday, kind of yes. doing it today. We're going to go over good. who we like, uh, I think, I believe, uh, who we like for next year. So we'll see if I stick with the Chiefs or not. No, we're going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to do that on Cousin Sal's winning week. Oh, it's okay. okay. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot to t- uh, comprehend here. I know. Uh, listen, we had the big parade on Wednesday. We're doing this Wednesday night. Some unfortunate circumstances with the debt surrounding. Uh, 
more senseless shooting. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't understand this, what the, what the hell is going on here with these that son of a bitch. They should line up Harrison Butker and he should continually kick a ball in this guy's face until all the victims relatives say uh, yeah, enough is enough. But uh, aside from the unpleasantness, it looks like the team had a good time. Brittany Mahomes pouring drinks. Willie Gay shirtless in the street. Uh, it's interesting. And, and Travis Kelsey was out of his mind. My goodness. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it's really Parley kid, not really an unlikable team. I'm going to compare them to the Patriots at this point or after they had won three Super Bowls and they were more unlikable, right? Is it because of the mass holes? Is it because of the cheating? Why is this? Or am I making this all up? No, well, you you had uh, many more reasons than me to hate the Patriots uh, yeah. because you're surrounded by some uh, Patriots fans uh, out there. So I many. always respected the Patriots, and I uh, have developed the same respect for the Chiefs. Uh, mm. There's some things about them that, you know, maybe a little too over the top, but that when you win, you can uh, you can get away with some of those things. And uh, But, yeah, I, I, I have a lot of respect for Andy Reid, uh, for the whole organization. Um, they seem, look, here's the one thing you could always say too. Chiefs fans are are really good football fans, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Like even when the Chiefs aren't that good, that stadium is always loud. It's always proud. Uh, yeah. and uh they're they're reveling in the good times now. So good for them. Uh everybody's a bit jealous of them. That's for absolutely sure. Harry. I'm not even gonna ask you because you're one of the few that despises this Chiefs team for idiotic reasons. But Brian, I feel like you're more down the middle. Am I wrong about this assessment that the Patriots were hated at this point more than the yeah. Chiefs? Look, I yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you there because it's just a Boston thing, right? That you know, when the yeah. when Boston was winning too, it was like everything was winning, right? At the yeah, same time too. Yeah, yeah. The Red Sox, the oh, Celtics, yeah. the Bruins, right. right? So it became a little bit too much And the way Boston fans are. It was just, it was a little too obnoxious. Yeah. And I think, yeah, the Chiefs fans, you're kind of like, they're everyday people, right? They're, they're normal people. So, uh, right. Yeah. You, and look, I've always said, I mean, for a Raiders fan, I, I mean, I absolutely can't stand the Chiefs. But mm-hmm. there's really there's nobody I can point to on that team that I really dislike. I mean, Mahomes, I I always respected him. He was, you know, even though I, I hate the Chiefs, so I was like, you know, yeah. I mean, he he is the best or second best player of all time. So yeah, yeah, I, I can't. I, I agree with you. Who, who Sal, was the, the who was the, the linebacker the they got rid of? Dirty Dan from last year. What was his name? Dan uh I don't even know if he was right. on the team last he's year, been, was he? I think he's maybe years. not been gone for yeah. a few years. But yeah, he yeah, with the dirty right. hits. Like, yeah. him trying yeah. to think who else. Kadarius Tony, people don't seem to like, but they didn't even let him play. So yeah, uh that's another one. And you know, I mean, obviously there's ones that hate the Taylor Swift thing, but uh just talking player player for player. Um, I was talking about it with our friend Kevin Hench about who was the big loser this weekend. And I think it was Joe Montana. And uh, I, I mean, I, I was, first of all, wait, I wait, said it myself. Out, because he sat yes. next to us? <laughs> yes, <laughs> because. He sat next to me? Yes, because you didn't get to harass him at uh, <laughs> Mr. Chow's. I think that's by why he was the big loser. No, and b- by the way, I'm the one that, you know, I'm, I, I contribute to this. I put Mahomes over him now because of this Super Bowl win. But he must be thinking, Jesus, I won four Super Bowl. I was four for four, Parley Kid. He's got to be thinking, I was four for four in an era where you could like just commit manslaughter on a quarterback and it would be fine. <laughs> and now Mahomes wins three and it's like, all right, 
it, it, it's okay. You know, uh, it's Mahomes. We don't have to see anymore. So I contribute to that. But to make it even worse, he's got to hate the current 49ers because they had two 10-point leads against the Chiefs. Right. So his legacy takes a hit because of the ver- this version of, of this That's a great team. point. Couldn't get the job done 35 years after he departed, right? So it's a, it's kind of a weird thing that we haven't seen before, right? That's a, that's a great point, Sal. You're exactly right. That you kind of forget that this team had two 10-point leads. Yeah. Um, and he's an ex-chief. Ex-chief. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, he's an ex-chief, too, for a minute there. That's I think true. I guess he won a playoff true. game. But, well, yeah, so, game I mean, he must be like, God, I can't even root for this team anymore. I, I hate you guys. But uh, <laughs> yeah. so that's uh, that was my take. So, but anyway, I, I still put Mahomes over him. 49ers fired defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes on Wednesday. Um, very strange, Harry. He yeah. gave up. You know, I, I had this for both teams. I was like, both defenses should be proud. They gave up 19 points. In regulation, right? Pretty good. Yeah. You would sign off on that early. Uh, why the hell? Why'd they get rid of him? I don't understand that either. You know, Wilkes has got is a guy in the uh, who's been around for a while here in the NFL and gotten the short end of the stick. He died. I don't understand this firing whatsoever, Sal. Uh, uh, yeah, you would take that in a heartbeat if you would have said that that you'd give up that in the Super Bowl. Um, and when he was with the head coach for the Cardinals. They they just threw him to the to the they kicked him to the curb to get ready to. Did they throw Kinsbury him or did they in. kick him? I have they to look this up. I don't well, know they what they did, him. but you know okay. that was that was they got rid of him to get uh, Kingsbury in there. And after four years, Kingsbury was here, one playoff appearance, no playoff wins. Probably uh, probably a mistake there too. Well, it's interesting that the Cardinals are the common denominator because the Eagles' defense in last year's Super Bowl was so much worse. So oh, much yeah. worse than the 49ers against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. especially in that second half. And Jonathan Gannon, what's his punishment? He gets to coach the Cardinals at the top level. Maybe that was a punishment. I don't know. I'm sure the money is uh, is better. Anyway, all right. So that's the football news for uh, Wednesday night as we uh, go through this. We have Thursday picks in the NBA. Uh, let's start us off. Uh, NBA and college Oops, I'm going to start us off with the Blazers plus nine and a half against Minnesota. Now, this is weird because they were home against Minnesota Monday and they lost by 12. And so now there's a little bit of a revenge factor, if that even exists in the NBA anymore at home, even though the Monday game was also at home. But here's my point, and th- this line will change. It will not be nine and a half. So get in on it now if you're listening. And Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, Gobert, they could, every, everybody could sit. Like everybody I could see getting a rest going into the all-star game, right? I get it. Aiton could sit too for Portland. But uh, before the T-Wolves lost Monday, they had seven in a row home games, which they either won or stayed within nine. I think, like I said, anything goes on this day before the all-star break. It's like getting the the last haircut of the day. You don't know what you're gonna you're in for here. So get in on this now if you can, Portland plus nine and a half. I think they're gonna cover. Parlay kid, you have a pro game as well. Well, so I'm taking basically the same thing, exact same thing you're saying here with the Jazz home against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So the Jazz, after two nice wins against Milwaukee and OKC, laid an yeah. egg on Monday night against the Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the Warriors are now going back home tonight, play the Clippers, and then traveling back to Utah right. for this Thursday night game, correct? So seems that's just a lot. Even though the Warriors have been fantastic as Lake Curry, mm-hmm. putting himself maybe into the MVP conversation again. No, I don't think 
it's a legit conversation, but uh, he's been phenomenal. That's all we um, do. We don't have any legit conversations here, so might as well uh, right, throw it in the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so for the same reason, Sal, Utah home, a little revenge factor. I really do think in the NBA it's very hard, and I know it's my playoff. I, I, I root for this in the playoffs, but I think it's Second hard. game. Two yeah. games. This is not a back-to-backer, but I almost think this is more difficult for the Warriors because they're traveling in between and coming right back and playing in Utah. And Utah has been a tough team all year. They've struggled as of late, but uh, still a team that's in the mix for like a, a very uh, low playoff seed, but they're fighting to get in. Um, I think they get this one, a little revenge in mind, home team right before the break. Let's take the Jazz over a very hot Warriors team tomorrow. Straight up. Right now, it's Jazz are getting a point. I'll just take them on the money line. All right. Uh, Bri, you have a Thursday night matchup. UCLA, God, the Pac-12, as good as the Pac-12 was in football in their final year. Well, all those teams were good, beating up on each other. The Pac-12 in basketball, men's, they may have two rep representatives, Arizona and Oregon. I think as far as I could see are the only ones. The Pac-12 women, the other side, almost all those teams can make it, which is interesting. Yeah, but Pac-12, Pac-12 living out here, that's the talk. But anyway, you like UCLA plus a point yeah, and like a half? UCLA, yeah, getting a point and a half at home versus Colorado. Look, it's been a rough year for UCLA, right? But, you know, earlier in the year, I will say they lost a ton of close games. You know, they're only 13 and 11, but, you know, it's not it's not typical for them. But they have had a nice stretch here. They've won five straight, seven over their last eight, three straight at home. And then you have a Colorado team coming here. They've lost three of their last four. And listen to this. This is why I mean, th- these are the type of games I love when you can get these matchups. It's pretty much a pick them, even though you're getting a point and a half. Colorado has lost five of their last six on the road here. So you, you have a hot team at home, a team that's playing terrible on the road. I just love UCLA getting a point and a half. You don't think Coach Prime's influence is going to do any? All right, that's fine. You're going to get bit in the ass like Darren, everyone Darren's else. favorite coach, too. He got Cronin. So Darren, you know. That's right. There you go. All right. Uh, right. Harry, Grand Canyon. Uh, okay, well, just take us through this here. <laughs> hey, listen. Grand Canyon, I'm going to like, usually I don't like big numbers. I'm going to like a big number here with 18 and a half. You know, Grand Canyon, mine and Tate Frazier's Grand Canyon Antelopes, the best team in Phoenix, Arizona, by the way, are 22 and two this year. They're playing Utah Tech. Utah Tech lost by 10 at home to the Lopes already. They've lost four straight to Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon's 13 and 0 at home. It's places a madhouse. Nine of their 13 wins by double digits. Grand Canyon in a blowout over the Trailblazers of Utah Tech. I think this is, Brother Bry, Parley Kid, help me out here. I think this is a watch how smart I am, watch how in tune I am with the local teams pick, which, Mikey Meatballs, we should start keeping track of this. I think Harry's probably around 20% picking the local teams, <laughs> being an expert on the local. I'm not even including That might every be year. the case, but, the last, but those teams he, I picked before were never 22 and 2. Yeah, he picks Devin Booker for MVP every year. It's the same thing. I mean, it's a local. I mean, it screwed us out of a nice parlay, right, Michael? Yeah, I think we would, true. We, we would have split like four K if it hit. We had wait uh, and what did, he, balls. what did he have in Vegas? Michael had the Arizona. Islanders. Michael had the Northern Islanders. Arizona. They crushed six to two. I had the Mavs uh, versus the depleted Knit. The Knicks dressed like three guys. I had the yeah. Mavs minus six and a half. That one easy. And Harry had his hero, Mad Dog. 
son's college, Northern Arizona, because he's an assistant coach. It really doesn't take much for Harry to be enamored. And uh, they, uh, they, I think they were down by 24 and a half, right? Or something stupid. And lost by 35. Crushing. <laughs> Crushing. <laughs> Disgusting. That would have been really good. Um, but anyway, you would have lost with the, the team you picked. That would have been a more devastating loss. You like the Ducks. Yeah. You like the Ducks plus a goal and a half. Sure. But they played on the next night. You thought that they played the night we were making the parlay. And they lost with an empty net goal by two. So that would have been fun, too. That would have been that good. That would have been yeah. actually more fun. Only time they were down two the whole game. All right. All right. Let's go because, uh, we, you know, we tried to do this last week. Best NBA division odds value. When we did this, was it last week or two weeks ago? We had our, our picks lined up and Embiid went out. So we instead revisited the MVP odds. Um, at that time, I had Cleveland at plus 220. They were a game back. And now they're a game and a half up and minus 240. So I'm going to stay away from that. But, Bri, you like the Bucks plus 170. That's Simmons loves them, too. Uh, give, give, take us through the Bucks here. Well, look, I mean, right now, plus 170, I, I think that's pretty good value. I, I, I mean, I think the way this is going, look, the Cavs have played phenomenal, right? They, they've had a, they had a great stretch. But, you know, they lost their last game, and I could see things starting to turn around a little bit for them. They're, they're not going to continue to play at the level they had been playing at. Usually for, for a team like that, it, it turns at a certain point. And I think for the Bucs, you know, they're a game and a half behind the Cavs. But there's going to be a point, you know, I, I haven't liked the, the Bucs kind of all season here. But there will be a point in the next couple of games, I feel like, after the All-Star break, where Doc kind of gets through to these guys. They start playing winning ball. You know, they go on a seven or eight game win streak before the playoffs start. I, I think they sneak back in here at plus 170. And, but the only thing I will say, if, if you're going to look for negatives on that, uh, I, I do think the Bucks. I think the strength of schedule for the remaining part of the season is one of the toughest, though. I think that's like five, five. I, I think it's like uh, I think it's. 520 or something that that they're at and i think the cats are, yeah. are about are like they're about a 500 for the remaining strength of schedule so i don't think they play each do they play each other the rest of the year i don't uh, think they do i don't think so no I don't. i'll tell you what the nba did a really shitty so. job scheduling i know it's because that in-season tournament right parlay kid it, it matched up teams more than Still, they normally yeah. would with that because for my pick the Mavs Pelicans also have zero games remaining against each other. So you have two division like wow. rivals right. now. Um, so I'll just take it from here. Uh, I, I'm in and on a, I'm, I'm Brian. It's, it's good. Except uh, you know, the bucks, I think like, there's always a game where they're, they play no defense. Well, right? I know well, by well, 20 when, at when, all. you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to hedge on this. You're not going to take the plus two twenty and the plus one seventy, And then when the Pacers win the division, yeah, <laughs> of course, that's what happens. Of course, that's right. what happens. Now I did actually. So I went in on parlay with Simmons uh, because like doc says they're ready. Because, but if he was friends with the, if he was friends with the Cavs coach, I guarantee that guy would say they're ready too. So, but anyway, all right. So Bucks, Mavs. So I'll go Mavs plus one thirty-five for that division. Um, I think actually Fandle was boosting that parlay for Simmons. Mavs, Bucks division. It goes to like four fifty or something. Uh, and I can't even believe I'm doing this after Mark Cuban and the Mavs just laid down the last three weeks last year and crushed my Dallas to make the playoffs bet. But. Uh, I feel like I have to go down with Dallas in every sport. Should I bet the stars? Uh, Harry, find out the stars <laughs> odds for me too. Um, one game behind the Pelicans. 
Uh, I like that it's really just those two because Houston is eight behind in the loss column. They split the four games so far. Mavs are playing tough. They won five in a row before San Antonio tonight. That game hasn't ended. We could assume six. I just think plus 135 is nice, and the Mavs owe me. Playing tough, like I said, uh, that's that's my pick. Uh, Parley Kid, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to take OKC uh, plus 210 uh, to win that Northwest division. Uh, over there in the uh, the West. And uh, look, they're a game behind the T-Wolves. They're a game in front of Denver. Is Denver at a point? But I, I really feel like Denver's at a point, the way we'd kind of talk about maybe like we were talking about KC. Like, I don't know if Denver really cares about where they're going to be seated. As long as, right, as long as they're not really in like a play-in game or something like that. And they're not going to be because the record is still very good. I think for them, it's just about making sure they're healthy getting into the playoffs. Where I think OKC um, is uh, a team, obviously, they're very youthful. Uh, they're, they're healthy. Uh, there's going to be energy here down the stretch. And they're going to be fighting, I think, this division with the T-Wolves. I mean, Denver's not going to really go away. But I, don't know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at some point they're resting guys and not worrying about like winning and losing. I don't think OKC is really going to do that. Um, and at plus 210, it's good value for a team that's only one game back. And the T-Wolves have surprised everybody this year. Let's face it. I, 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 I pegged the T-Wolves to not even make the playoffs this year. They played above their heads. Um, but I do think the, the youthfulness and the energy that this OKC team plays with on a nightly basis, they average 120 points a game will prevail in the end in this division. So I'll take them at plus 210, and they're a fun team to root for. I think you're right, Parley, especially about the um, the Denvers, maybe not caring about a one seed. You know, we saw Miami go through, didn't, right, didn't matter. Right. Like my, my analysis for the West especially is not who has the more home games. Oh, you're not going to beat Minnesota if they have home field, home court, not going to beat Oklahoma right. City. It's like my thing is can – Team A or Team B take out Denver. Can they win four games against Denver, regardless right. of where the games are? So that's right. I think you're right about yeah. that. All right, Harry, best division value. What do you got? Yeah, speaking of a fun team, like Parlay Kid just said, how about in the Southeast Division? I'm going to take the Orlando Magic uh, at plus 125 heading into Wednesday night's game. Them and Miami were tied for the division. This team has won uh, won 34 games last year, Sal. They've already won 29 through 54 games this season. Miami just 5-9 and nine in their last 14 overall. That includes the Magic beating them by 18 about two weeks ago. Miami, much, you know, over the years we've said not a great team at home. Only 15 and 13 at home. Orlando 17 and 8. If you want to include the Hawks, they're five back. But I think their defense is so soft that they're just not going to be able to hang with them and make that ground up. They're averaging 123 points a game. Orlando's mm-hmm. the only team in the division that is a, uh, has a plus point differential per game. Ben Carroll's yeah. been a star in his two seasons, averaging 23 and 7. Wagner is getting over 20 points a game in his third season. Cole Anthony off the bench is getting like 13, 4 and 4. This Miami team's a fun team to watch, plus 125 as uh, to win the division where they are tied currently, as like I said, as of Wednesday with the Heat. They have the easiest, right. easiest remaining strength of schedule for the rest of the season of, mm. any, of any Orlando? Team. Of any, How of do you any. not know that, Harry? All of that information, team. you didn't know mm. that. Wow. All right. <laughs> Did you run that by Megan Conley? That's our team. Imagine. Right. Um, it is. Yep. Team. Magic Bond retired uh, Shaq's number the other day. I don't know why it took so long. He was their first overall pick 
franchise's yeah. first overall pick, you know, took them to a championship, uh, you know, the finals. Um, but it yeah. took a while. But Shaq is now that's now three teams that have retired his jersey. I think only two other players have done that. Uh, who, who am I missing? Wilt and Maravich, maybe. Is that right? I think Maravich and Wilt are the only ones. And I think the whole league retired Bill Russell, right? Um, but uh, yeah, but Brian, will any team ever retire four? Is that an unbeatable? Um, will f- any four teams retire the same players' numbers is what I'm saying, I guess. That's a good question. I mean, well, you're going to have LeBron's going to be three. Yeah. Uh, unless he decided he wanted to play three or four years for another team. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, like, right. Like if he went to Little A's Hornets, oh, are we supposed to say that much? I don't know. Uh, won a championship with Bronny. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there. I guess there's a possibility there. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think who else could potentially. Um, yeah, not going to be point. James Harden. Not going to be James no. Harden. I mean, he'll no. get Durant. Uh, no, uh, nothing like that. Right. Westbrook. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who it could be. No one, no one playing right now that we know of. Yeah, is even close. Yeah, not right. long enough. I, yeah, I no was trying to close to that's three. Gonna I was trying to think yeah. if there's some like old, you know, some guys who were part of winning championships on like four different teams. Like I was trying to think of like the uh, not not Ish the Smith, same, not like yeah. the Robert Orries of the world. You know, I was trying to think of if oh, there's right. like a thing like that, but. You know, I, I mean, has he, I he hasn't even gone well, like from one, right? Um, <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it has to M- be, though. Matumbo, too. Moses Malone, too. Uh, obviously, Jordan, two here, right? Wait, well, wait, this is interesting. Wait, what is this? Bulls Heat? Am I getting this right? The Heat, the Heat retired Jordan's number. Oh, it could be, it could be Jordan then for three at least to I join know. the three. Wait, what, is that right? No, what the hell is that about? For what? <laughs> Pat Riley said prior to Jordan's final game in 2003, in honor of your greatness and for all you've done for the game of basketball, not only NBA for fans are all, we want to honor you tonight by hanging your jersey forever, number 23 from the Raptors of American Airlines Arena. No player ever again will wear number 23 you for know, the Heat. What a loser Pat Riley is for that. So I mean, not, even the, not even the Wizards, so, the but the Bulls and the Heat. The guy... Yeah. The guy dominated the Knicks for those years, and Pat Riley's going to do that. Oh my! I didn't even know that. That is know. terrible. It doesn't, that, doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound right. That is like Harry throwing Andy Reid a 70th birthday party or something. <laughs> <laughs> that is what, exactly. By the way, you should do that, Harry. Or buying Romo beer. You know, something like at that. Least the, at least the <laughs> at least the impersonator or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. Then we're going to talk Caitlin Clark oh, on the stupid cap of consequences. All right, we'll be right back. All right, so Bri, big uh, women's hoops fan. You're wearing the Iowa jer- I got jersey hers. or I shirt? I got her shirt on. I oh, this hers. is hers. I, I didn't even see. It's my, da- it's my daughter. It's my daughter's shirt. I, I borrowed it. Wow. She's going to be so oh, that's mad. Great. It's going to be like the uh, the first episode of, of Curb Your Enthusiasm when Larry's glasses get stretched. The glasses. Out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the head. That's going to be the head. That's what you're she's doing. Gonna be, she's going to be complaining about that awesome. for sure. And she's 22 because she was a big Emmett Smith fan, right? I doubt it. No, I'm sure it's a different reason. No, not true. All right. Anyway, she's breaking the record tonight, Thursday night. By the time you listen to this, she has 3,520 points. Washington, right. University of Washington's Kelsey Plum had 3,527. That's from uh, 2013 to 2017. So she needs eight. Uh, you could bet like what quarter she'll win it. Uh, the first quarter is is the, the big favorite. 
But we're going to get into what method she will do this by. Will it be a three-point field goal that breaks the record to get her to 35-28? That's minus 120 for that. Will it be a layup at plus 145? Will it be a free throw at plus 850 or other? So that's just a a jump shot or something like that. Yeah, anything else. Uh, I'm going to go three-pointer at minus 20. I feel like if she can make it rain behind the arc, it's just so much more special than like a layup or free throw. I mean, this is the highlight. She's got to be thinking this is the highlight that's going to live forever. And it's, it's tough to throw like a convincing fist pump after a layup or a free throw. In fact, I'm going to say she might miss a free throw or layup to get there. Right. <laughs> Remember the game 21 parlay kid. Like if you got, yes. if you get went over 21, you go back to down to 13. I feel right. like she's got, she, she's got those numbers in her head. She's diabolical. She didn't set the record on the road when she could have purposely. Now she's back mm-hmm. home. She's calling her shot. She averages over five threes a game, 5.2, in fact. So got a few opportunities to do this at minus 120. I like that. And now Harry's jumping on with me, so I no longer like it. So, guys, <laughs> what do you like? <laughs> no, Listen, I think you nailed it. I think you're exactly right. We associate her play, her game, when she's straining those threes, sometimes from mm-hmm. the mascot logo around midcourt. Uh I you know averaging thirty over thirty two a game. She's a she's the first person Division One college hoops to uh, have eleven forty point games in the last twenty five years. That's some Same. crazy stat. Same. Uh, so I think it's going to be three. Yeah, Sal, I, I I could I could see that. So, so let's not let it be a free throw. Definitely not a free throw. But I think three threes start the game. She gets it done. Free throws are rough one. All right, Parley kid, you have other. That's interesting. I mean, it seems like a jump shot's feasible. Uh, look, I mean, I'm. I just think it's such a difference here. Other at plus fourteen hundred compared to a three pointer at minus one twenty. I mean, what if her foot's on the line? You know, you know what I mean. It could just be as simple as that when oh, she's going for it. a three. Don't count it as a three. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It could be. There's I, no you know, I don't. I think her shot charts don't probably show uh, a lot of jumpers. I think Brother Brian would. I mean, in terms of like mid range jumpers, right? Um, you know, I would think that uh, a lot of her points come from the three-point uh, behind it, three-point mm-hmm. arc, or from the free-throw line, or from layups. But at the same time, I, I just this—it's too good to pass up a, a plus fourteen hundred, mm-hmm. where she could still be draining a long shot. But you know, maybe just a little inside the arc or something like that—a little pull-up jumper, right? Uh, you know, a little step back in inside uh, the three-point area. Uh, and that's it's just too good of a number to pass up here, Sal. So, so I'll roll the dice on that. I have to say, there's some shenanigans. I send you guys these screen grabs of people screaming about, like, they'll have first method of basket, whatever, layup, and they don't count it as a layup, and it's clearly a well, layup. Well, that was ridiculous. Like, uh, We've seen that. That's so there's ridiculous. There's a couple of them. Like, it'll be your, your you know, your, your palm will be up, and they'll count it as a jump shot. Um, so Nuts. anyway, that's who rough. knows? Bri, I think you, I think you got it here. I think, uh, well, because Harry and I have the same. So uh, tell, take us through free throw plus well, 850. Look, yeah, look, plus 850. Now, my mind is having a hard time with the odds here. But yeah. I, I have to. I feel like I still have to do the math here because I have to figure out how this makes sense. But mm-hmm. I will say, look, I guarantee she wants to break the record on a three, right? Like you were saying, yeah. a three from the logo, right? Especially, I mean, just to get mm-hmm. the crowd roaring. But look. I think, and the reason why you're getting significantly worse odds uh, on a, a minus 120 on a three pointer is look, the, the thing is, you can win this 
if if she's at if they're at five point six points or if she's at five point six points or seven points, right? A three pointer wins this, right? Whereas on a yeah. two, you have to be at she's got to be at six or seven, right? So you, you almost have like two opportunities almost to potentially hit this. That's right. why I think the odds have to be a little bit better. But the free throws are a little weird to me here. And and, and listen to me here. But again, you're getting plus eight fifty. But eighteen percent of her scoring is from the free throw line this season. Mm. You can say forty nine percent is from three, and and thirty three percent is from two. So, and I'm sure out of that thirty three percent, I'm sure thirty percent are are layups here. But she's made right. ten more free throws than threes. And even though you could say cut those free throws in half, right, for the value. But eight mm-hmm. plus eight fifty is just still a little wacky because I do think these girls, when they defend her, right, they're not going to want to have a big game, right? They're playing Michigan. This is going to be a tough game. Actually, she's going against uh, Long Island's very own Lauren Hansen here in this one. Um, but they could what get up you? under. They could get up under her feet, right? They could foul her on a three, right? I, I think just maybe yeah, potentially yeah. defending her. I mean, I know she likes to step back threes, but they could certainly foul her. So I just think. There's there's a couple of different ways for this to happen, right? You could have an N one on a layup potentially. I mean, I know on the N one she's got to be at seven and hit the free throw at eight, but I just thought eight fifty just to me just didn't sound right. Uh, it does. Five it is to one right. or six to one, it, it, maybe. You know, it's too high. It's too high. And and the free throw. I'm sorry. And the three is too low. That's too. It shouldn't be one twenty either. But everybody, like idiots like me and Harry, well, especially Harry, we think that you know that this is this is the romantic way to go out, right? Go but, ahead, Harry. But maybe, maybe knowing the scenario and the situation going on, and the refs know exactly. Uh, what probably Here people would want that they yeah. uh, swallow the whistle on a foul call, knowing that she's going to go to the free throw line. They don't want her to go to the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, they don't want her to go to the free throw line. Uh, they want I, her I, to I know get, that she I, wants I'm, to hit a three. I'm officially <laughs> off my bet. I'm officially off my bet with Harry. Here's here's what I'm looking at here. Um, aside from that nonsense, Brian, and you laid up the percentages. First of all, she had 14 free throws one game, right this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. She averages 5.7. Free throws. She averages 5.2 threes. So why would it be 850 to 120, right? Yeah. I mean, again, she averages more. Again, you could cut it down because the, you know, the free throws obviously like even it's Uh, really uh, half of that, right? So it's half of it in terms of like the amount of like equivalent to a basket. Some are on and ones. So it's like, right, right. Some are on ones. Some are, you know, some are, uh, you know, definitely a couple off of threes on the season. Mm. Uh, And that's why I liked it too, because I was thinking, I was thinking of that more again, that they, you know, they might be guarding her tightly from the three point line and she, they just Mm. foul her accidentally. Um, But yeah. All right. yeah, I, I do think uh, that's why I was trying to wrap my head around the odds and I was trying to figure out. I think the fact that, again, if you're at five or six, that you could win on the three, right? Which is, right. you know, you got to be on the six or seven for. Uh, on, All right, I'm, I'm two, getting so. dizzy and I, I can't believe we're talking about this. When's the Hall of Fame a game? Long time. What are we going to do? <laughs> Bring back football. What are we doing? And uh, this is uh, this, this game's on Peacock too. So this is going to be oh, interesting. Really? It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It, it, I can't it say sucks. It. Sorry, Sorry, Harry. <laughs> you got to go to Dan O'Brien's house or something. I don't know what yeah. you're going to do. All right. Listen, I was really just putting this off because now it's time for me to dip into this cap of consequence. Um, Harry and I were just God awful in the playoffs for football. Um, I was two and 11 and I needed the Super Bowl win to get to two and 11. 
Harry was also 2-11, but because he took the under and it kind of went under, he gets the tie-breaking nod over me. So I have to do something unpleasant on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. And so we're going to pick uh, the unpleasantness out of the hat right now and uh, and see. Uh, so there are four options, to be honest. They was, these were uh, written up, drafted by uh, Babyface Soul Jolliman here. So, okay. Uh, Coney Dog Day Afternoon. In honor of Harry's favorite 2023 football season, the Lions, Sal must devour a Detroit-style Coney dog blended in a shake with relish, mustard, and grilled onions. Oof. All right. Mm. Well, that, something tell, something that tells me you'll good. like that, but that's okay. Something's wrong. I wouldn't like <laughs> that. I would not like that. All right. <laughs> no. uh, under pressure is the second option. Patrick Mahomes is great under pressure. Now Sal must show that he can do the same, but a different kind of pressure by getting a back massage from a bodybuilder. Harry is allowed to tell the muscle-bound masseuse to add pressure. All right. I don't love that too much. Okay. That's pretty good. I like that. Okay. Like Pull this up. Uh, Victorious Secret. In honor of Valentine's Day, Sal has to dress in a red teddy, much like the Chiefs colors, for an entire segment of Cousin Sal's winning weekend. I, I picked the Chiefs. Why did? Why am I doing this? I picked the freaking Chiefs. All right. Do that. That would be good. S-Dog. Sal must dress as H-Dog and read a rap written by Harry's alter ego. It might not rhyme or it might not even make sense, but he must try to sing it. Uh, All right. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be thrilled about any of these, I'm going to be honest. All right. So, when, did his ra- when did his raps not make sense? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Just always. All right. Let me uh, go in here. Although I, I think Keep those eyes up. up. I Keep think, those eyes up, Sal. All right. All right. I, I don't even know what I want here. What do I, I care? think what in all honesty, spot? I think the under yeah. pressure one, somehow we should have got some claustrophobic thing for you. Oh, yeah. Ooh, just yeah, because yeah. we well, know how much you hate ooh, that. Too that late. Great. Too freaking late, Brian. <laughs> your contribution. All right. Here we go. I got one. Victorious Secret. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> have to dress in a red teddy for that's an entire great. segment on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Oh, that's thanks, that's Soul Jolliman. That sucks. Uh, shave that chest. Shave that so chest. I'll do that tomorrow. I'm not shaving anything. Uh, that's it. How did this freaking happen? I, mean, I won. The, I picked the Super Bowl right, and Harry still hates the Chiefs, and they won. <laughs> I, I should have just kept taking the Chiefs all throughout. All right, that sucks. Um, so that's it. We'll do that. Uh, we're going to do that tomorrow on Cuts and Sal's Winning Weekend. We will take another break, and we'll be right back with Sharp Tank. All right, guys, here we go. Sharp Tank, you got to give me your best. Now, how did this work out last week with the Super Bowl? We all lost, right? You all lost? Well, we didn't technically we, do we, a Sharp Tank. Oh, we, we didn't, didn't do, do it. it. There you go. We, 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 go. Yeah, we, had a sh- we only I did was the one time. I was testing you. That's right. Okay. I think, so I think we the didn't week before it. I won and you went with me, Sal, and I won, sure, I think. Right, sure you're going to say that. Uh, I think so. Who, who did you have? Yeah. yeah. All right. So start us off then, Harry. So you guys each give me a pick, and I have to uh, okay. back one of them, much like uh, Shark Tank, but we call it Shark Tank. Okay. Weekend well, games. I, yeah. I'm, now, Sal, listen, uh, some people may know this, may, they may not, but you have become quite the soccer fan. Uh, especially with that English Premier League stuff. I think so I watch much, more soccer than like baseball. Yeah. I really so, do. It's sad. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to do this. You can do this on FanDuel. All four matches here. It's a four-leg parlay. It pays minus 114. Uh-huh. Um, 
and it pays uh, all over one and a half goals. All one and a half goals. I'm going to first start with Brentford versus Liverpool. Uh, last five matchups between these two, 17 total goals have been scored for an average of over three goals a match. I'm going to take Tottenham and the Wolves to go over one and a half. In the last seven matches, these two have played combined. The score has been at least two goals or more. I'm going to go Nottingham Forest and West Ham over one and a half. Nottingham Forest last game was 3-2 on February 10th, uh-huh. and nine total goals have been scored in the last two West Ham matches. They score. And then yep. on Sunday, and then on Sunday, Luton and Man United to go over one and a half. Luton, you wouldn't think this, Sal. You wouldn't, a lot of people out there wouldn't know this, but Luton Town has scored nine goals in the I last I would know matches. it because they've screwed me a couple of times. Okay. I, would, okay. I would think this. I would think this. But uh, And then Man U has scored 13 goals in their last three, so only need right. over one and a half. That's minus 114. And Sal, you know, there's nothing better than waking up on the West Coast and checking your phone and seeing you're already a winner at soccer. So that's it. So Harry said this because we woke up together on, uh, what was it, Saturday, and I was like, oh, both my soccer won. He's like, there's nothing better than that. And I I corrected him, at least on my behalf. I said, no, I would like, instead of both of them to have won, one of them to have won, the other one to have been winning by a goal with like four minutes left. I need some kind of sweat. I need a little bit of a sweat, right? Mm. Brian, what about you? You want both winners or do you want to sweat it out a little bit with a lead? Ooh. You want both winners. Interesting. Oh, yeah. See, I have a different kind of problem than you guys. Yeah. I mean, I hear what, I hear what you're saying. Um, I, I mean, what's the, you know, it's like, I, but, I, I well, so if you were a real a soccer fan, you yeah. wouldn't have to be waking up to it. You would know it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. right. So I'm sorry. Uh, Brother right. Brian would be up watching it if he was a little <laughs> rough on the so, West Coast. Though, if you just stated you're a bigger uh, soccer fan than baseball fan, why are you no, sleeping I, through I these games? Wa- I mean, I, you got to be watching these things. I'm not a bigger fan. No way I like uh, soccer more than baseball, but I just find myself watching more soccer because when I do wake up, it's it's on. It, it's on what all is, the time. What has happened to you, Sal? Well, I again, know. I mean, I, yeah. I know you're also saying, Sal, you're when you're you're saying you're speaking in generalities in terms of like you watch the Mets all the time. Yeah, or right. You talk no, about I like national it. games, you could give a crap about. It. It's the same with hockey, right? Like maybe the some part. Yeah. some regular season games you're gonna maybe watch of other teams. Listen, but- from se- from seven thirty to ten a.m. on the West Coast, all, all, all there is is soccer, right? Yeah. Am I missing something, Harry? Harry will no, right. something like <laughs> yep. Seven thirty right. to ten. Wait, what'd you say? What time? <laughs> seven thirty to ten a.m. outside of football season. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Who's what? Sometimes I mean, five thirty. Yeah, you're sick. You're sick. I mean, who's, I mean, is what? that What's what you got to watch? You watch it's think kid. about what you just said. So you know, those sports on 730 to 10 a.m. It's the only sports that are going. What? Yeah, of course, said the only sports that are going. I don't know what to tell you. I am the, you, you, you can't relate. I'm the father of a wrestler. And so I have to take him to these early weigh-ins. And so I'm sitting in my car drinking a coffee, watching EPL on my phone. Two weeks ago, see Harrison play uh, his basketball yeah. on Saturday. Sal had Sal was definitely checking the scores 60-40 over Harrison's game. Definitely. I stayed in the car, yeah, for uh, almost before tip-off. Harry, I worry about Tottenham uh, Wolves uh, going over. Mm. All right, that's Wolves have been scoring lately. Tonight. I know, I know. I just, uh, I'm telling you. All right. Uh, Bri, give us yours. 
You well, now we're going to UFC. Yeah, right. well, well, thank Mikey Meatballs. He told us that Harry actually lost his last year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. good. Of course. Yeah, the American, uh, <laughs> American what, team. That's what's going to train of thought the senior bowl. Oh, that's right. That stupid senior bowl. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Well, well not, Penix, only, not only did you lose, you lost your analysis. Penix didn't play. Yeah, Penix know, didn't Brian. play anyway, but that was against you. That was the national Penix, team, right? Anyway. Right. Yeah. That's right. Penix was saving his arm for Radio Row, and I think right. he made a good decision. All right. Uh, it's on the pass to me. All right, Brian, what you got? All right. I'm going to do a UFC parlay. There's a big card this weekend. The UFC card is really good this weekend. Main card is actually is great. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. But I'm going to do a money line parlay. I know uh, Parlay Kid's doing UFC too, but a money line parlay of Marab Dvilishvili uh, and mm-hmm. Amanda Lemos. The two of them to both win at plus 153. So I will say, I love I love Marab. I love him in this card. Love him against Cejudo. I think he's the best bantamweight out there. He's been stuck behind his teammate Sterling for a while now, and right, and Sterling had that run at the bantamweights for a while. I think that that's now changed to now Marab, and I'm going to say Marab because it's just easier to say his name that way. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think it's his turn. And look, Cejudo looked Cejudo looked solid in his return against Sterling, but I think Marab neutralizes his wrestling, and it's weird to say that it's possible at this point in the career, like Marab could be as good, if not better, as a wrestler as Cejudo, which is weird because hmm. Cejudo is a gold medalist in wrestling. But I think the difference there is Marab is also better on his feet. Uh, just, you know, he's a better, he's going to be a better striker. So I like him. He's about minus 200. And then the other one, Amanda Lemos versus Mackenzie Dern. Lemos, I don't know if you remember that. She got killed in her last fight to Zhang. Like it was what? like- it, it was like oh, just, 50, she lost badly. It, yeah. it was like fifty to forty-three. The scores. I think all yeah. three scores were like. It was like one of the most lopsided right. fights ever. But if you have watched Mackenzie Dern's fights, like the last four or five, she's looked really bad, and she has struggled so much against punchers. Girls, uh, girls who throw hard, she has struggled with them. She struggled with Andrade the last fight. Jan the fight, like two fights before that. Lemos has a ton of power. So I think that's going to be too much for her. She's about minus 140. So you parlay those two, Marab and Lemos, uh, it's plus 150. Okay. All right. And uh, I haven't lost Paula. yet. I haven't lost yet this year, even though I don't really? know. Really? In this done. calendar only, year? We have, I mean, we've maybe done four or five, but. Probably four or five. Pretty yeah. good. All right. Yeah. Paula Kid. Now this is the main event, right? Yeah, this is a good card. Uh, I really like that. The Vashavili Cejudo fight. Um, I, that's going to be a great one, I think. And uh, I think I got a good one with Volkanovski and Ilya Teporia uh, f- squaring off. Um, Teporia undefeated. Uh, and look, I might, I feel like sometimes this is where I make mistakes, though, when it comes to UFC, where I'll <laughs> be honest, because, because I sometimes uh, will hang on too long to a fighter right. in terms of a great fighter. Uh, and we, we loved I, I this guy like, six I months go, ago, right? I go a fight or uh, or two too long with a guy like Volkanovski, uh, where another guy is on the rise, well, like Teporia. But uh, you know, when we look at Volkanovski's uh, track record here, uh, he's had two losses uh, in his last three fights against Makai. Uh, I always say his name wrong too, whether I say Makachev or. Mahakachev, whatever it is. Okay. But that guy is, he's moved up in weight. He fought him in his last fight on like two weeks' notice. You could throw that one out the window, as far as I'm concerned. I just think for a guy like Teporia, who's 
went five rounds with Josh Emmett in his last fight, who's a solid fighter in his own right. Volkanovski at featherweight now, back at featherweight, is this is a huge step up for a guy like Teporia. And I just think Volkanovski still has some good fighting left in his tank. So I'm just, and so, but Tupori is going to be game here. So I'm taking Volkanovski by decision at plus 250. Um, but again, this, this is five I, rounds, obviously. Five yep. rounds. Um, yep. Okay. And I, I think this is the way the fight's going to go. I, don't, I think if Tupori doesn't get him out early, Volkanovski will just wear him down and win in those championship rounds in rounds four okay. and five. And just grind it out. But this is going to be a great fight. Uh, I hope we don't see a change in the guard just yet because I'd like to see Volkanovski uh, still get another fight. I don't want to see him go out in a couple losses in a row. So I'm rooting for it. Paula, can you say, wasn't your resolution to uh, stay clear of UFC or something? Or (laughs) or didn't you say something (laughs) like that? Uh, No, I said that's where I've lost a lot. I think that was my. So well, you was like a break or something? It wasn't like yeah. a New Year's resolution or something. Or no? <laughs> no, no, that's what that I just said. Yeah. yeah, we said it. I don't <laughs> think I said it. All right, uh, that, maybe I did. I say I was the gonna Chinese give up New Year. What we, uh, what we, was a different New Year. I think I you're know. right. I think you're right. But this card is it's a good one. And <laughs> all right, uh, I've won uh, some big ones in UFC, but I've lost some where I just. Mikey Meatballs, let, yeah, let bring your Mikey son, meatballs uh, on, Mikey Meatballs, weigh in. Who, what, yeah. What's the best uh, value in the, on this card here, Mike? Well, I do have all three of those fighters on parlay. Oh, really? Um, okay. So we're rooting for all those. And nice. Then I think I think Lemos is probably the best value. Yeah. Okay. Uh, overall on the card, she should probably be minus two hundred. I think so. Really, I would say right. just to win would, like be, would be the best value. All right, so she's minus one forty-two, but uh, Bry has her in a parlay. Let's see, what we got okay. Uh, I, I'm, a, you know what, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll uh, go Jeff with Bry. Neal. Jeff Neal oh. to beat Ian Gary as well. Oh, at plus one eighty-six right. is a good yeah, one. Changes things. Bry, you I like Volkanovski in this one? Or I do. I do, and I hear what you're saying, Dad. I was, I was thinking the same thing. Like sometimes you definitely hang on too long, but. I would say, because you saw the same thing with Max Holloway, because Holloway was the same thing, right? Like, right. right but he, that's... but when he would come back down, or when he would fight guy, a guy just a hair below, he would still win those fights. I think you got to keep going with Volkanovski until he loses at featherweight. When he loses at featherweight, then right, that's what then I mean. you can just say yeah. I'm going to go against him the fight after. All I, right, I I'm calling this. I'm it's too much. It's too much. I'm calling. <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm going with your parlay, nice. uh, Harry. Okay. I like Harry. There's there's a one one in there somewhere, or uh, oh, oh, over one and a half. Yeah, there's a one nothing. I think that's. Mm. gonna screw you uh okay. unfortunately i'll root for you but I, I i probably should stay away from ufc but i'll go with bryce uh parlay there i did anyone see the, the last card but those two soccer games i won harry last saturday and then i get on the plane i go home uh i had it tied of course to uh was it pfeiffer over hermanson <laughs> yeah. i see that yeah freaking typical <laughs> fight though he wins the first two right he gets gassed, loses round three and four against the more experienced uh, Hermanson. And uh, ironically, Hermanson like takes him down in the fifth. I say ironically because it was Pfeiffer who was going for takedowns the whole fight, right, Bri? 
and yeah. uh, couldn't get any. And had he gotten one, that probably would have been enough to win the fifth round. And then he loses uh, 29-28, right? Because <laughs> yeah, it's close. Because he gets stuffed. Damn it. I hate it. Can't stand it. All right. Let's uh, – but Brian, I'm going with you anyway. One more nice. shot with the UFC. Let's take another break. We got some email. We'll get out of here. All right. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. That's where you look to find uh, to find us, really. Um, you could criticize us. Uh, tell us we're great. It's not – it's not likely that that's what you're going to do. But anyway, you could write in cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Oh, we got a letter from Yvonne Prieto Garcia. He's a big fan of ours. He writes in, he says, Hey guys, you remember the email below that I sent months ago? Uh, I'm not going to read it, but he says, Harry was right. And it was all part of a script for the chiefs to win the super bowl. Stop attacking him for telling the truth. Everything became clear on Sunday. Kelsey outbursts only for drama purpose. The perfect bounce to the leg of the 49ers player on the punt and the holding call in overtime to make it seem like everything wasn't fixed and the 49ers really had a chance. Harry knew it from the beginning and is paying the consequences for making it public. Goodell is going after him. Do you really think that someone can be as bad or better as Harry in every sport? No. Goodell is fixing other sports, too, to make it seem like Harry has no idea about betting. Missed free throws in the last seconds, flat tires for his NASCAR drivers, even strong wins against his favorite golf players to make him lose bets. That 10-team probably losing on the last or the first were no coincidence. Goodell planned it to hurt his feelings. Uh, there you go. Harry should uh, stop now. Who knows how far Roger will go to, to protect his luck. business. He could end up sleeping with the fishes. Good work. Uh, good, keep up the good work and be patient for the next scripted season. Best regards, yeah. Yvonne Prieto. Wow. There you go, Harry. Defending uh, you. So yeah. me and Yvonne, we, we know it. We got it. We, we said it. We know it. That's all I said. Yvonne, we nailed it. <laughs> you know, get on, pal. You agree with him. Say whatever, everything he said. Huh? You agree with everything he said? <laughs> so most, some of it. Some of it, sure. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to read it again. Not now, but to myself. He might have been sarcastic for some of these points. I'm not sure. I don't know. I take a look. Guys, cousin Sal. Cousin Sal at Gmail. <laughs> uh, cousin Sal against the lots at Gmail. Dot com. So uh, that's about it. We're going to have Cousin Sal's winning weekend. You guys are going to be on tomorrow. We're going to have our 2025 Super Bowl winner. I'm apparently going to have to dress in a lace red teddy for the cap of consequences. We'll have our NBA all-star picks. going to have a couple each. Um, that's it. I was thinking about it. You know, the Super Bowl's over, but I may have my biggest bet in a while this weekend. By getting um, my house termite tented. Has anyone had to do this yet? Ooh. I think I did it like 15 years ago, but it, it's it's different now because I don't know huh. if it was the scene in Breaking Bad that Breaking where, you Bad, know, they were, right. they, they were cooking yes. meth uh, in, a, as, in a house that was being termite tented. Because before that, like no one would ever go in a house that was being termite tented or they'd die, right? They'd breathe the fumes. But then Breaking Bad came out. And now there's been a rash of like robberies during termite tent. Like everyone's telling them like, oh, you're going to get robbed. You're going to get robbed in those two days. You're getting termite tented. And uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say I live in a bad neighborhood, but I, I don't know what, why I would be getting. They're like, you're definitely going to get robbed unless you hire someone. So I looked into it. And of course, it's $2,000 plus to get somebody Ooh. to watch the house for uh, not even the whole day. It's just like 10 p.m. to 
10 a.m., you know, when soccer's going. But uh, hey, <laughs> hey, Mikey Meatballs, oh, you won't be there. Yeah. How about Harry? I'll well, come out. How much I was thinking you, about much? that, but oh, then man, Harry's just going to fall asleep in front of the no, house, right? No, I won't. won't. No. Okay, so if I pay you. I'll, I'll take seventeen yeah. fifty. And then what are you going to do? So let's say you're all right. You see, and you see guys like in hazmat suits and they, uh, there's two of them and they're coming in. What are you going to do? You're just going to call the cops. No, nah, I don't know. what. I'll oh, do. this, yeah, is you remember, this is a great, this is a great interview. You, you remember the Harry. Seinfeld, yeah. remember the Seinfeld episode? Yeah. Tell me what you well, want well, me to well, do. Well, well, your job is to stop uh, intruders. Yeah. So I'm that, that's a, what would you get? I would talk to them. I would talk to them first. <laughs> I would talk to them. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I mean, it's not on? like we're in a terrible neighborhood. Well, but there are bad guys afoot and they're, they have a mission <laughs> to rob. So here's the, here's my gamble here. Harry, you're fired before I even hire you. I'm not, I'm not okay. going to do this, but yeah. I'm not going to hire someone for $2,000. I'm going to take the valuables out of my house. And so that there are, there's nothing worth that. Like God, if they want the flat screens on the wall, if they're willing to go, God bless them. They, they could take those, but Brian, I think that's my gamble of the weekend. Two grand, not paying the two grand, hoping I'm not <laughs> robbed. No, well, you would pay it? What the I'm hell? What think people how, robbing people? I'm trying to think. I, I mean, I probably, if I were you, I probably wouldn't. But how? Yeah, I'm just trying to think how this I'm works. I'm going to pack up some valuables. I'll put mm -hmm. the dumb Emmy in the car and wherever we're staying at a hotel. I shouldn't even be announcing that I'm not. Hiring Harry or any security forces—that's probably stupid. Yeah, this is but, this is probably dumb. This is good. This is bad that this is the breakout for the week. Uh, it is, <laughs> right. That's the other but if, uh, there's no bigger advertisement that you're not home than a giant um, bouncy house, you know, surrounding your your where you live, right, for 48 hours. So I could see that. But I, that, everyone's like, no, you're definitely going to get robbed. They're they're going to go inside and turn your house upside down. So is this? this. Are you having problems with termites or is this actually well, like that, a it's preventative? First of all, it's, it's, just it's the biggest racket. If you see any hole in any part of wood in your house and you have an inspector come by, they're 100% going to say you need to get tented. That's their business, whatever. Uh, they've, they've never said, no, don't worry about it. That's a, Those are just fleas. You got termites, according to them, if, you, uh, if there's any hole in any wood in your yeah. house. So that's that. I don't even know if I need it, but... Uh, Apparently we do, and it's a, a, a uh, it's an excuse to stay at a hotel with a pool, I guess. But anyway, uh, we're gonna get robbed uh, anyway. So wish wish me luck, because that's my gamble for the week. I do think that's you could it. just. I do think you could bring somebody you know there. But all forty eight hours. For, uh, well, I mean, Harry, just Harry. What would you do? honestly? You would talk to them. Like, here we go. Uh, Harry would right, stay no, in I'm, I'm going to be the guy. Uh, stay yeah, I mean, Harry's <laughs> used to the uh, the nuclear power plant of Oswego. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, he could stay in your house. He could just stay there. It's fine. All right, Harry, here, here let, let's let's put this through. Let's let's role play here. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going in. I got the suit. You don't know if I have any weapons on me. You're going to tap me on the back. You're going to get out of the car, right? You're going to tap me on the back. And what are you going to say? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to, what am I supposed to say? 
Well, what would you say? I'm not, you want this job. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? What are you going to, you said you talked to them. So what are you going to say? I would talk to them. I said, what, what do you need? What, would, why you do you need to... would you ask for some ID? Would you ask for ID or sure, something that's like good, that? That's a good start, dude. That's <laughs> what would you say? So go ahead, say it. So how would you say? Uh, can I see some, yeah. Can I see some ID? And then they'd say, why? <laughs> no, no, I'll be me. You be, don't, just, you're having enough trouble being you. So let me be yeah. the, the robber here. All right, go ahead. You tap me on the back. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Can I help you? Who are you? Who am I? I'm in. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm in charge of this whole operation right now. Yeah. So, what do you need from me? I need some proper uh, identification for being on this property. I'm not going to give you any identification, you fat motherfucker. Get out of my face! And then I go in the house and I rob it. Good yeah, job, probably Harry. good. Probably That's goes good. down like that. That's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> Parley kid, I don't know if I should hire Harry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for free. That's why, the whole, that's why that whole 7-Eleven story is bogus. Right. I got to get out. I'm good. We're all getting a good laugh, but I'm going to get robbed this weekend. So uh, Forget about the 1750. There you go. That's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Hey, tune in to Cousin Sal's winning weekend on Friday, FanDuel. <laughs> Friday morning uh, for Mikey Meatballs and the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicap. Uh. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit C cpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.